perfectly nice normal mummy and then Dracula just had no coffee yeah. well, he had a bit of an off that though yeah, that's true. He Basically, like, got um, unraveled. Torn apart. Uh, yeah. um, and disintegrated. Mm. Pretty cool play. If you're marching. Or a vampire. Get yourself a good shot. Get yourself a good shot. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of The Retro Rejects. I suppose that's not really a great kind of like, you know, thing that's going to pull anyone, is it? Is it There's something going boringly reading. going kind of like, hello and welcome yeah. to... Maybe you could have a soft, another. soothing voice with your dulcet tones. Hey yeah. guys, welcome to another Billy Super sounds of the <laughs> 70s. <laughs> exactly, yes. Very good. Starting off with Earth, Wind and Fires. Jesus in a rainbow. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, anyway. On with the show. Yeah, this week's episode, The Monster Squad. Um, For people who aren't familiar with The Monster Squad, it kind of does what it says on the tin, but kind of doesn't as well. It's an 80s kind of thing. It's the the director, Fred Decker, um, and it's written by uh, Shane Black as well or co-written by Shane Black they don't particularly like it being compared to the Goonies mm-hmm. which I don't really think it is like the Goonies so it's just a, a group of kids fighting yeah, monsters it's a group of kids fighting universal monsters mm-hmm. I think it was um, an opportunity at that stage for them to kind of reinvigorate the universal monsters as well but then universal told them after they designed all the monsters and they were kind of like that they were close to production I think of them mm. um, it was like we'd prefer if you didn't use the likenesses of our monsters because they were scared that it might hurt yeah their own sort of franchises I suppose yeah, yeah. Um, um, which was pretty much dead in the 80s yeah. I can't remember no. like it's they were seen as sort of a throwback and sort of real old person kind of thing yeah. at that stage even though they've been revived since like but mm, but even kind of when they're trying to revive them like I think with the revival it's the only one that's been some way successful was the Invisible Man one hmm. but they really didn't do anything with it yeah. after that they were, like once that did like the other ones did fairly bad like the mummy with Tom Cruise was shit what about uh, the mummy with uh, The Rock well, yeah, but that wasn't yeah that was actually meant to be part of was, was, was it? it universal yeah. I think mm. um, so yeah because like I Brendan think, Fraser more so than The Rock actually because yeah. The Rock was Scorpion King because <laughs> then there was that whole thing with Van Helsing as well mm. at the time which I thought could have yeah, really went far even though I, I, I think we might have talked about Van Helsing before we're going to have to do Van Helsing at some stage are we? Yeah, yeah probably yeah. Okay. but anyway the monster squad yes. um, and was, I suppose it could go two ways the monster quad squad could refer to the, the monster quad monster <laughs> quad <laughs> <laughs> poor Frankenstein was never the same after he fell down those stairs <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was thinking of a quad as in like a space like going out to the quad but mm. um, you obviously went in a different direction with that space Yes, like going out to stand on the quad. What quad? Quad what? I don't know. Never mind. It's fine. What's what's a quad in your head? <laughs> Isn't it like a space where people can gather? Is it like a plane pitch or whatever, or a, a yard quad. or something? Yes, I thought so. But anyway, I don't know. It's to... also like a, a little four wheel motorbike. Isn't yes, it? it's a four wheel motorbike. All yeah. right. And see, when you put quad into Google, because it's all quads yeah. for sale. <laughs> you know, all the farmers, but um. 
Oh, well, maybe it's uh, maybe that's what the monsters are all riding around on monster quads. Quad, quad era. I have to kind of try and sort this um, and see kind of what fucking is that quad area. Uh, no, no. no. <laughs> mm, right, we'll forget about that. Um, mm. If anyone has the answer to what's going on in Laura's brain <laughs> not much but, uh, it's basically just a hamster half-heartedly on a wheel um, but um but yes uh, the quadriplegic zombies aside that'll be a great uh, fucking asylum movie quadriplegic zombies yeah but okay you know no I suppose you could have them in wheelchairs hmm but then you'd have to have uh, walking zombies to point them unless they were motorised Yes. So you're getting into yeah, you're, you're getting into things that are getting expensive kind yeah. of thing, kind of like whereas like with the normal zombie films, it's just like ah, just slap a bit of paint on them. That's it. Yeah. Sure, if they lose a leg, they lose a leg. It's yeah. fine because that's part of being a zombie. Isn't mm. it? But yeah, but Monster Squad. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, did did you see when you were a kid? Uh, no, actually, I didn't. I've only ever seen it as an adult. Mm. Because you forced me to watch it. Yeah. Over are you, and over are and you over glad again. I forced you to watch it? It's alright. I quite enjoyed it, I suppose. And I could see how being a kid you'd very much enjoy a film like that. If you're into horror and a bit of comedy and all the rest as a kid. <laughs> alright. It's very judgmental the way you're saying all that. Isn't it? But, no. So I wasn't saying like if you're into horror as yeah. a kid. If you're a kid. <laughs> Stupid How dare child. people be kids uh, ever? But uh, yeah, no, I, I was the same. Actually, I didn't really like it too much when I was young. Mm. Um, it was hard to get as well. It was very, very hard to get in Ireland. Mm. Um, and as well, it was the thing. If you look at any documentaries or people talking about it, and there's some, because the thing with the Monster Squad, I suppose it's one of those like people that are involved with. They don't like to seem to kind of like call it or associate with anything. They're like, we don't like to call it a cult movie. And it's like it's the very definition yeah, of a cult movie. I suppose. It like it didn't do well when it came Absolutely. out. Yeah. It didn't really do too well on VHS when it came out. Um. Then it kind of died for a bit. HBO started showing it, kind of revived. Then it kind of died again. And then in around two ta- early 2000s, it mm. made a big comeback. Yeah. Um, and people kind of appreciated it for what it was. Um, at the time, like to say in Ireland, it was it was hard to get in the way. It was, it was like 15s. Yeah. So I think true, yeah. the Lost Boys were, was just after coming out a bit earlier. You know, there was a lot of kind of there was a lot of good horror movies out mm. around that time. And that's in a, kind of the target age group. I think would have been under fifteens as well. Yeah, you know, it should have been so at 12s, it should have been exactly, like or universal yeah. or stuff. But yeah. even with that, PG or something. It's like say looking at movies like Silver Bullet at the time, Lost Boys, Fright Night, mm. and all that. You know, they were taking things in them. And you know, when you're younger, you kind of like to think of yourself as being older. You don't want to be looking at kids' movies. Mm. So I remember seeing that and kind of going, that's not 15. It's like there's no one getting fucking horribly memed <laughs> in it. Or, you know, so it was like, it didn't, even though I did like it, mm. it didn't have the same allure, say, as Lost Boys, which I was, I had my own copy of it, I think, mm. fairly quickly after it came out. Um, and I was watching that probably daily. Um, Jesus. <laughs> uh, for, and the Evil Dead, like as well. I think Evil Dead 2 probably would have been out around that stage or maybe mm. a little bit after and they were two films that I was just looking at religiously when I was a kid and Transformers the movie yes um, which I think might have been later but um, mm. it's you know it just it wasn't 
for a lot of people kind of say our age and it would definitely in Ireland maybe in England as well mm. I don't think it's something that was like a big part of their childhood like mm. now there's a lot of like there's a massive fan group of people are like yeah. oh my god the monster squad but it seems when you're looking there's a documentary called Wolfman's got nards mm. and it seems to be mainly Americans because it, it got a cinema release limited cinema, mm. cinema release over in America so people that saw that or saw it on VHS and, or HBO seemed HBO to be the, big one. the thing because HBO yeah. would have done like any other sort of a cable channel or, or well subscription or whatever they get the rights to a film and they just play it endlessly 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 so if you're a kid and you turned on HBO at a kid's time chances are you'd catch some part of the Monster Squad so I think mm. people when they see it that often as a kid it's part of the fabric of your childhood then obviously you know, mm. you're like nostalgic for any reasons it's one of those things like I don't the first time you probably would have seen it or the first few times I showed it to you it wasn't on DVD mm. so it was like it, it was basically this is like an argument I think for Torrance and Pirate and stuff mm. the only way you could see it though, it was people either after kind of recording it off HBO and they uploaded it or mm. they kind of got it off I think there was like bootleg DVDs over there but they were kind of like taken off um just video recordings yeah but only for those people people would not have seen that or you wouldn't have had access to it it was kind of the same with Fright Night too, which you'd mm. probably get into it would definitely have an episode about Fright Night um Oh, I, do, I do think actually um, that's something I was going to say earlier on when you said it had a revival in the early 2000s I think a lot of films got a real sort of second life because of I suppose the way the internet went with Tartan and streaming mm. and stuff like that people suddenly had access to all these things that weren't actually being released on physical format yeah. by the companies who owned them so it's like oh god I remember this film back when I was a kid I can't track it down and suddenly it's there mm. in Tartan that's the thing that a lot of people don't um, talk about too much like I was on and like the way I don't know what way it is with Tartan now because they don't do it anymore mm. Um, but it's like at that Got time by the FBI yes <laughs> it was like you shit in the policeman's hat you bastard <laughs> no, I didn't I just downloaded although actually remember there was one point where we got a letter from uh, the internet providers going what the fuck is going this is at a stage where like if you yeah, downloaded yeah. two gigabytes yeah, just that stage where you download downloaded two megabytes a month, yeah, they'd like, be after you. Yeah, like, what I, are you doing? I got letters saying, you've downloaded 130 gigabytes over the last one. Like, it just it was constantly, I think it was undiscovered. Yeah, you were just like, like, I constantly downloading and burning things onto DVD. Yeah, I think the internet provider are like, you're either torrenting stuff or you're running mm. a small business out of your house. <laughs> Which is it? And please stop doing it. But as well, at that stage, like, it was the websites that I was on, it was like all these small torrent um, mm. things. I can't even fucking remember the name of them. That had horror movies on it. I was like horror fans that had that were sharing their mm. collection with people. It was all like movies that you couldn't really like. The Monster Squad, mm. um, and like a load of kind of like you know movies that would have been straight to VHS that they didn't, were just didn't get a cinematic. Yeah, release, like, that yeah. they were just dead. There was mm. like there was no hope of them being revived on TV at that stage. Yeah. Whereas like you got a lot of comp well not a lot but you got companies now that do it. Um, uh, like anchor. Uh, fun. you know that, that they revive some of these kind of cult movies mm. uh, but yeah at, the, at that stage with the monster squad it was dead like it was just mm. so I, I I think kind of like pirating needs to get a bit of credit with that as well I, I'd imagine that there was a lot of people because there was a big outcry from people asking for a DVD now you look at the documentary they go like it, it's the, the crowd I can't remember the crowd that actually released the DVD in the end mm-hmm. that it's like oh they saw the potential in it and they were big fans of it it fucking wasn't at the time as far as I can remember at the time there was a lot of people started kind of like you know saying we need um the, the monster squad on DVD 
the, the because the reputation of it around mm. that time when people kind of started speaking up a lot. Mm. Um, I think there might have been someone from Ain't It Cool or something like that as well that was pushing for it. Oh, right. I didn't realise that. But, yeah. uh, you know, the, 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 that's how it got it. It wasn't like that there was these executives that go, oh, you saw it's like the Monster Squad, mm. let's bring it back. It was it was fans. Yeah, exactly. Um, drove her. Now, that's after kind of tipping over into more toxic shit nowadays. <laughs> like, you know. And everything. Yeah, yeah. Then at that stage, it was people just saying, hey, look, you know, we quite like it. If you release it on DVD, we're going to buy it. Yeah. Um, you'll make money from it. If you'll it. make it, we will yeah. buy. Everyone's a winner, baby. Yes, that's for true. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You never... For real? Yeah. I don't know. What was the member Smashy and Nicey? Is that the song that they saw us play? Was it? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'll be a very obscure reference that mm. people learn from, like, this side of the world. Well, that's a retro thing, yeah. Yeah, Go Go and look up Smashy and Nicey. Yes. And Jim will fix it. Go on. No. <laughs> don't bother with that. But, mm. yes, we'll just stay silent while you go and look up uh, Smashy and Nicey. Yeah. Go, go now. Now come mm. back. Yes. Three hours later. Uh, yes. Well, you didn't do it, hey? <laughs> but Monster Squad. Yes. What are the the key points in the movie that made you realise that there is no God? <laughs> well, I suppose the existence of, like, a vampire, a mummy. But for them to exist, there must have been a God to create them. Oh. Or some anti-God. Well, I was going to say, like what in, kind of God would inflict that kind like of stuff? Like in John right? Carpenter's... Mm. Uh, Prince of Darkness right. <laughs> <laughs> That sounded like a motorbike Just yeah. gently starting uh, up there uh, No that's my predator Oh uh, is it? Uh, <laughs> anytime <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, 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 uh. Is it going to be like The sort of the impersonation there? No Good <laughs> uh, But it's Like what, what, what was it about What did you like about the monster squat? I guess, well, I mean... Or are you just pretty much kind of like, eh, it's all right, like, it's not something that... I enjoyed it, like, but I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, I need to rewatch this 5,000 times, like I would with some other films. Mm. But I did enjoy it, and it was was nice to see sort of the old monsters revived and all the rest Mm. brought up up to date as such. And it was actually, it was nice, again, you don't see it too often nowadays. I think it's just seen to have fallen out of favour, but just having the kids be the central characters and especially like... Well, I suppose the strangest thing is after break, yeah. yeah but a kid as young as five like hanging around and she's you know what I mean she's mm. sort of an integral part of the story as well and you know it kind of reminds me a little bit of E.T. or something like that well it's know? the thing that I, the, I I suppose it's Shane Black mm. and like Fred Decker is a fucking great director as well like mm. it's looking at the documentary I really felt sorry for him because I like there was nothing wrong with the movie that it pretty much kind of derailed his career for a while you know mm. it, it's like a good movie it just didn't find the audience because yeah, it just really bad wrong. marketing yeah. remember with the poster that was out where it was like the, the monsters oh, yeah. that wanted um, posters for the monsters that didn't really look like the monsters that were in it and they had under the mummy wanted for a statutory rap I know yeah they were trying to do like monster puns and it's like that's a bit for yeah, that's, yeah. for a kids film and mm. then kids going what's statutory rap mum and it's yeah. like I'm not explaining that mm. thank you but the, but besides, like would have been the characters are so well written, mm. um, with it like they're very three dimensional, like the, yeah. the dad, the cop dad, like it's that usual kind of like put the marriages on the rocks. That's it, and you get a peek into sort of like you know mom and dad having the fights and all the rest mm. and how it's impacting and you know it's 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 kind of it builds up the 
whole family rather yeah. than just like a few kind of like and cutouts in the background. The mother as well, with her being kind of like um, the psychiatrist said, a lethal weapon. Oh, yeah. And she was the mum in the Goonies as yeah. well. She was a ton of stuff, yeah. um, that woman. Um, that, that, <laughs> that woman. That woman. Oh, my God. Um, but as well, a lot of the kids that were in it, they seemed to be like child stars at the time, like that they were in like a lot of different they things. They were seasoned actors, basically, yeah. which uh, like, I mean, watching the sort of the, the documentary on it as well, they were showing a couple of behind the scenes of like, you know, director talking to one of the kids to get him to act in a specific way. I was actually like totally and utterly flabbergasted by the little girl in it, you know, she's, she's oh, only God, five yeah. and she was like, he was saying, do it, but do it sadder. And then she'd do a big tear from mm. crying. He's like, well, do it, but do it more scared. And then she'd do a shriek. I I was like well, lots of people wouldn't be able to do that people that have seen it there's that famous bit in where Dracula picks her and like I mean this is the thing with it because there's a lot of mad shit in it mm. for people who have, like it starts off like it's pretty violent to start for when yeah, it has it Van Helsing bit, yeah. fighting with it's not like a hammer horror movie so I think they were trying to set like this is yeah this it's is a modern take yeah on it. and even like with the, the werewolves like when they blow them up with the dynamite you know it is yeah. actually quite violent actually but it's um like yeah when uh, he picks up the yeah. little girl and he hisses at her and he goes give me the amulet you bitch I know <laughs> and it's quite like, shocking what? yeah uh, and that's the thing as well sure the, the little girl actress she's absolutely terrified of your man playing Dracula anyway and she wasn't expecting him to like shout or hiss it and so the scream is a mm. it's a genuine reaction a scream and terror like well, I have to say, when we're looking at the documentary Wolfman's Got, who's Wolfman's Got Nards, which was done by um, what's his name, Andre Gower. And maybe explain why it's called Wolfman's Got Nards. Because there's a whole thing where kind of like they kick the Wolfman in the the balls, and they're like kick him in the the Nards, and they're like ooh, and yeah. they go, oh, Wolfman's Got Nards, but. Andrew Gower, he was in a lot, an awful lot of things at the time. Mm. He was, like, even when you're, I was convinced he was in it, even though he wasn't, mm. <laughs> you know. But he was just one of those, he was in so many fucking, nearly any 80s show you put on, mm. he was in it as a kid. Um, but he did the documentary about it, about the, the fandom mm. around it and how it kind of took yeah, off again and all that. Yeah. It's actually a really, really good documentary. Mm. But I did not realise, it was, I caught, every time I look at it, I see Tom Noonan mm-hmm. well I never thought of looking it up um, who plays Frankenstein at. he was the guy in um, fucking Manhunter Oh, yeah, yeah, he's been in a ton, a ton of fucking stuff. He was oh, like God. the bad guy in Robocop 2. Uh, he was in Last Action Hero, The House of the Devil. Um, hmm. Like, he's just been in a fucking... Uh, people, you, you know, but it's... This is the thing with the guys, like, even though the kids are all great in it, the monsters were yeah, done really well in it as well. Yeah. The special effects were amazing in it. Mm. Um, it's, and that's the thing they really hold up again today as well. It because is, they're uh, practical. Mm. But it's sure it's Dan Winston, anyway, was involved with it. And when you look at it, like, the, because they weren't allowed to do the creature from the Black Lagoon, so they did the Gill Man. Mm. But it's probably better than the fucking creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. But I'm one of the guys that designed it and made it. He actually was dressed up as the... Like in the costume. Yeah, the and they basically glued like, him into the costume mm. as well. It was a one-piece bodysuit nearly. So once you're in it, you're in it and you weren't yeah. getting back out. But it's fucking amazing. The mummies, they're all good. Like, they're all good. The Wolfman, I think the head on the Wolfman is a bit... Uh-huh. I, I think well, that's the thing. I think no matter what werewolf thing you do, unless they're proper scary and closer to a dog mm. than a human, they're going to look a bit like, it's just a guy with a hairy face. Mm. But as well, it was following that. I think around that time in the, the 80s as well, it was going for... The werewolf kind of thing was a bit played mm. um, 
in so far as like the reluctant werewolf so it was going mm. like stuff like the howling and yeah. um, well there was a load of howling movies in the 80s but Teen Wolf uh, yeah Teen Wolf <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, Silver Bullet it was kind of going for villains that they weren't mm. reluctant werewolves that like even in Silver Bullet it's, he, he gets to the point where he's like you know fuck it I can't I'll kill people who are committing sin. You know, he take, mm. gets into being a werewolf. Whereas in this, it's, it has that old kind of thing, kind of like, you know, him going into the cop station, yeah, lock, lock me up, up lock yeah, me up, so I'm going to kill people. Yeah, yeah, and he really doesn't want to be mm. um, out killing people. But um, that guy, he's a werewolf in Fright Night 2 as well, yeah. which was That's another just, film that kind of disappeared at the time. Mm. Not a brilliant film that kind mm. of disappeared. Um, so well, that seems to be his thing then, being a, a wereman. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he does for a living. Yeah. <laughs> what you do? Reluctant werewolf. Yes. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, fair enough. Mm. Yeah. Going to your kids' schools like on careers day and oh, what do you do? I'm a werewolf. Mm. Oh, okay. They're like, okay. Yeah, cool. That's, that's interesting. And how do you train to be a werewolf then? <laughs> what kind of college degree must you study? Mm. Mm. I'm trying to think of something smart. We should just pause it and sit around. For <laughs> Come up with lines. Uh, think, trying to think of something. Um, well, yeah, it's... I totally lost where we're going with it because we keep jumping all over the place yes, with I these know. things. That's because your brain is just melted. Yes, That's it is. Exactly. But yes, we were talking about the monsters and how good the special effects were. Yeah, they were. And the guy, Dracula, mm. he was brilliant at it. But it was that thing, like you compare the Lost Boys is just after coming out and it was a fresh take on the whole vampire mythology. Mm. And you looked at the makeup and that. And as well, there was like Fright Night as well. Although Fright Night was a couple of years beforehand, but it was still very much doing the rounds so you know people it was like you had Hammer Horror movies kind of died mm. I suppose at the end of the 70s the Dracula franchise definitely mm. where people were like you know what I'm sick of fucker running around in a cape yeah it's all not really doing anything it's theatrical yeah. isn't it yeah. and like you know kind of like you know ketchup blood. yeah <laughs> whereas like you had Lost Boys where they're like eating people's head, you know, with Jerry yeah. Dan. And they had that kind of feral animalistic look with the eyebrows and the, you know, the full yeah. forehead and they're kind of, they're young and they're cool and they're wearing leather jackets mm. and riding bikes. And then you have like, oh, look at me, I turn into a bat. But the mm. fucking, the, the transformation effects in that as well, the special effects, yeah, they still hold spot. up really, really and well. And they're actually kind of a bit horrific as well because there's bits where like Dracula kind of halfway transforms as well. Yeah. So he's sort of half bat, half human and sort of, you know, a bit injured or whatever. And it's just like... He eh. doesn't look cool like in Gar- like Gary Oldman in Dragon when he does it where he's like, he's just, he's like a fat bat. Yeah, that's and it. He's uh, just caught and he's just like... Yeah, where you kind of go... <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like when you think about what the transition would be, it'd be like, yeah, it probably would be like that. That's kind of mm. gross and horrible. Like I suppose one of the things as well with where being a, a movie of its time, there was like people, um, uh, like there is like slut shaming in it. There is a lot of. Well, there wasn't. There wasn't. I know they're sort of like. But, they, but I mean, that's what they call it now. Yeah. I know that's what. Yeah, but it is. I mean, like essentially, all they were doing was like there had to be a virgin to read yeah. the spell at the end, kind of a thing. And I was like, oh my god, you're not a virgin. It was like, oh well, that fella doesn't count, kind of a thing. That's you know? what I thought. There was no kind of thing where it was like, oh my god, you're disgusting because it's like no, what people no, it are. No, like it was. It was just like, oh no, you're not a virgin. You need to find another virgin. Mm. And it's just like that was. It was a little plot point because they just turned into the little mm. girl because. And, hopefully and as well, going back to a lot of those, it was always with those universal gothic kind of things. It was, it was like, it was, it was always, always a virgin, virgin sacrifice yeah, yeah. or a virgin bride or whatever, you know, mm. this kind of thing. It was, you know, it's just harking back to the actual yeah. history of it, you know. It's not like a fucking kind of a thing where it's like, oh my God, you know, they're yeah. kind of, but as well, it was a bit because they were like perving on her. 
and mm. taking pictures of her. Well, one of them really was the cool kind of kid mm. who was like 15 and hanging around with a bunch of 12 year olds. Yes, and a five year old as well. Yeah. But again, that's not that I'm condoning it or anything like that, but it was kind of of its time because it was. And as well, I suppose if you have a bunch of 12 year old kids that mm. have like a kind of not a grown up neighbor, but like an older girl neighbor, they're going to be like, oh my God, let's see if we can see kind of a thing. It's just something that was pointed out in films in the mm. 80s that this is what kids but, do. Being, yeah, yeah, I suppose, I suppose, but as well, it's the whole thing. I'm not saying that all kids are planets <laughs> yeah, or anything yeah. like that, but you know what I mean? Maybe, it's, maybe they are. I don't think uh, it's like, I think it's more innocent in trying to like. I think it was meant to be at the, yeah. the, the, like, there was no kind of thing where it was like, you know, oh, she's been, a, yes, and and yeah, she's been abused and, and there's no consent and she's been violated, right? Like, yeah. that. it was just. Well, he does try to blackmail her with it, saying, yeah. if you don't do it, I'm going to stick the picture of you naked up on the. That's true, actually. I've yeah. forgotten about that. That's a bit sort of like. Yeah, yeah, that's not revenge cool, like. sort yeah. of porn kind of a thing. Mm. Yeah, that's not ideal. Well, that's what they're trying to save the world. Yeah, any means necessary. So is it, <laughs> is it that whole fucking Dave Chappelle thing about the superhero? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, you know. mm. But um. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But yes, moving past, uh, as I said, like it's back in the eighties. There are some things mm. that were perfectly normal, acceptable, not even like commented on back then. That would be a little bit. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Like, I mean, if you started, we won't get it because of a bigger mm. debate. Like, that probably doesn't fit in with the monsters go. But if you started deleting things just because it was part of it, you know, kind yeah. of, I think you, you do a bit of. I'm not going to. All of a sudden, that made me sound like I'm saying, you know, we should be keeping statues up as slave owners. <laughs> and so I don't mean it like that. Yeah. I just mean it in a film kind of context where it's mm. kind of like some of the language used mm. in it, like where like the buddies call Horace a fag. Mm. in it um, where it's like that was rife like people nowadays that was wouldn't a playground do it. insult yeah. yeah and it was it was genuinely like a playground insult yeah. back then a lot of kids didn't even they know didn't what the word they didn't even know what it was yeah, yeah. exactly didn't know what the um, word meant not saying that it's not offensive because exactly, you know but yeah. at the same point it was a different kind of t- you know you're not going to have yeah and again uh, I don't and that's why he's probably a bully like it's not yeah. as if he's fucking politically correct bully exactly he's not going to be saying nice things or yeah. anything like that he's going to use mean slurs yeah. and that's why when they take on like racist slurs out of movies where mm. it's like the bad guy using it it's like the guy's meant to be an asshole with races this is where you get to the point yeah, this where is what an asshole oh, is exactly yeah. yeah you're not going to have like you know the head of the Ku Klux Klan they're kind of going using politically correct terms at a Klan rally yeah or even just like oh you, you bold snotty boy uh, I don't you know it's, mm. they're going to be using offensive terms mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. but that's it yes. well, like again, in the cool it, kids it, it is getting into a wider debate as to well okay what is it that you know what's acceptable mm. where's the line drawn and if it offends people and upsets people and hurts people why would you perpetuate and all the rest we'll leave that for another day yeah. And move on. Yes. Yes. Monster Squad. <laughs> <laughs> the, one of the things about the it, it, with the Monster Squad as well, like a lot of like when we started this podcast, it was mm. going to be a soundtrack podcast. Mm. Um, like the like it's got a good score mm. to it, but it's I think it's weird in all those movies from the eighties. In so far as it didn't have a soundtrack like that maybe it mm. did but there was like there was that kind of like rock until you drop song and mm. but it's not you know it, it's just very very odd that they didn't kind of like a, maybe if they kind of had the the marketing with a soundtrack behind mm. it and bigger like they were definitely fucking promoted by pepsi anyway because every fucking where you yeah, look people shot, are drinking pepsi yeah, yeah. there's a pepsi cup in church um, um, what cars were they driving because that was another thing in the 80s as well there used to be always the cars they'd show the shot of the car pulling up yeah to be like a Chevrolet or to be a Ford or something like yeah. that 
Yeah. But oh, it's, it was an American one, obviously. It wouldn't mm, be like an Audi or something like that. But it's shot lovely, actually, just speaking mm. of that. And it's the thing, um, from the, the documentary when Fred Decker was talking, he's saying he nearly got fired off it for the first week because it was basically his first movie, mm. big movie. Um, and the producer was like, this guy doesn't have a fucking clue what he's doing unless you, you do it the way that I want you to do it, you're off it. So he was mm. kind of learning mm. um, on the job. And one of the first things that he learned was about the establishing shot. So having a wide shot and then kind of going, I like me nearly every scene, you know? Yeah, the sequence yeah. are. But it is the thing, like, because often a director has gone through and shot all of a particular scene and then mm. gone away and gone, I don't have an establishing shot. And that shot is rubbish, so I've mm. to cover over here. And you uh. always need to have the establishing shot there just to have your cover. But it worked so well mm. for, because, like, it is shot absolutely gorgeously. Like, there is some of the bit in the, in the montage when they're... I don't know why there's a montage of it. They're getting ready to go off and they're making weapons. It always has to be a montage though. Uh, It's the 80s. But you know, it wasn't... People did it for exercise. Yeah, it was like something that probably happened over the space of half an hour. Mm. Uh, But it was like with Ruby... Well, did you want to sit there for half an hour and watch him getting ready? Yeah. Well, you would nowadays. That's what people (laughs) would expect now. I want to see it in a TV show Mm. (laughs) in real time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, give with them in school. Yeah, just sitting <laughs> yeah. there for eight hours a day. Going, uh, oh my god! Mm. But uh, it's where they there is one of the shots where it has all of them walking off into the sunset with Frankenstein. They're kind of playing mm. with scraps. The dog has it, or knows maybe scraps was the teddy bear. I don't know. Yeah, mm. but um, I, I'm hard pressed to remember the names of the actual characters. Never mind like mm. dogs and teddy bears and That's stuff. You hate children. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, never mind that I can't remember the name of the mum and the dad are at and like that either. They're just like mum. They dad. were Mister and Mrs. Monster Squad. <laughs> <laughs> yes I see you're paying particular attention as well then mm, but as well, I was looking at the thing before we came on and they were talking about the marketing to it as well I didn't realise they had a tagline in it saying oh you know who to call for ghosts or something like that and this is who you call for monsters mm. so they were making it sound from the cover as if it was like Ghostbusters yeah so obviously if you were into Ghostbusters and you, you got go this you see this this is nothing like yeah, Ghostbusters kind of go, fuck we're Slimer <laughs> <laughs> yes mm. exactly but yeah it is, it is more so like it would be more along the lines of a, a not scary it mm. if you know what I mean where kids are like out to sort of I don't know save the world and all the rest mm. but it isn't you don't have this terrifying clown sort of like fucking eating you alive right? no. you just have Dracula eating you alive no. and it's a fun movie mm. like that's the thing I think it has a, a Spielberg kind of thing going on with it you know where it's, mm. it's sweet there's a lot of action and there's a bit of power in it well you know the kids aren't going to get killed mm. they could well, hopefully yeah, yeah. Imagine if that it just ended with the kids getting oh, dismembered. Uh, you're Jesus. like, fuck. That's a very depressing yeah. and terrible thing. It's what the, you probably no think. Yeah, I think you probably kind of go, oh, I really like this at that stage, you know? Uh, mm. uh, not that I'm into child murder, but. <laughs> no. It's just kind of like at that stage, would have been, you wanted to get the, the 15 unusual. title, yeah. yeah out um, but even when I was at that age, well, when it came out, it was probably, I don't know, fucking 10 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like even 15s I thought were kind of for babies, where I was just like, I want to look at 18s. Yeah, X rated. <laughs> yeah. uh, movies, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I look at the Evil Dead the whole time. Yeah, I'm cool and That's I doing nothing for me now. Films, yes. I'm going to have to go out and start murdering animals and <laughs> next people. <laughs> You're just traveling down your road as a psychopath then. Mm-hmm. Yes, lovely. Very good. But I, was, I found it kind of funny as well that Dracula was basically, he was the head of the, the monster gang as well. Yeah, well, 
what made him the head of the gang? I suppose he has more films under his belt than anybody else. Yeah, so there was that kind of respect. Mm. Well, I suppose, but it's how's he talking to like the gill man in it? Mm. The mummy as well seemed kind of pointless. I don't understand. There was a lot of stuff in it where you could kind of see it's nearly like they shot it for the trailer. Mm. Like the bit with the mummy where it was just in some kid's bedroom. Uh, hiding oh, yeah. in his wardrobe where they were like you know there's yeah. a monster in my closet <laughs> and the father's all like shut up and go back to bed yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, because that was not. in the trailer for it but mm. you know there was bits and pieces in it like that and yeah. even like the wolfman's got nards mm. um, to think just for a few yeah. quotable lines there seemed, of yeah but then there was the well, 80s, I suppose so. um, I was just kind of thinking most mummies that seem to have been like excavated I suppose what's the word I'm looking for but I'm you know discovered and all the rest and if they were en route to a museum chances are they're going to be like some ruler or something like that they're going to be a pharaoh so mm. I'd be very annoyed if I was a mummy come back to life if I was a pharaoh and then yeah. I'd have a fucking Dracula boss me around yeah go and kill some children yeah, I was like, like hey boy. I'm evil but I'm not into killing kids yeah. I, ha- I have my own morality exactly where I right kill then. the wicked <laughs> um <laughs> It's not like you'd have Dexter going off murdering children. Yeah, that's true. But how do you know mummies like murdering people in general? He could have been a perfectly nice, normal mummy and then Dracula just had no coffee. He had a bit of an off at that though. Yeah, that's true. Where he Basically like, got um, unraveled. Torn apart. Uh, yeah. um, and disintegrated. Mm. Yeah, that was actually done very well. It was, it, but yeah. the effects were all brilliant. Um, like I mean, the, the effects with the Wolfman when they did have some of the change, it was like a call back to the classic Wolfman stuff, which was yeah. done really well. But there was that whole kind of thing of um, one of the questions that Rudy gets asked is like, how do you kill a werewolf? Mm. And he's like, a silver bullet. That's it. There's no other. Mm. Oh, oh, sorry for the, the brides of Dracula. They were actually genuinely fucking. They scary. were very uh, kind of terrifying. Um, like, yeah, when they were coming for kids you know yeah. Yeah, it is, that, that'd be something I could see if like younger kids are looking at it and probably mm. pop up in their dreams their nightmares later on well it was the thing as well because <laughs> when it starts off it was bizarre where they had like uh, when there was like back in the day mm-hmm. uh, when Van Helsing goes in and there's like one of the brides of Dracula and she's like eating a possum so, yeah, that's it. And it's just like, like what? No, she's in training, I suppose, for eating humans. Yeah, it's but like, like what's it in Australia an or wherever possums are? I don't know. Isn't there opossums in America? I don't know. Maybe it might be, but what was Van Helsing and Dracula doing in fucking America? I don't the... know. The film is set in America, so they probably had to go there to act in it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Can I see your documents? You're watching for assault and. Battery. Oh, 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 very <laughs> funny, yes. <laughs> but what were we talking about before? <laughs> See, this is the life people haven't, like, we're a couple of episodes in now, you might notice that both our memory is fucking torn to shit. Although I do remember a lot of stuff from the 80s. That's the thing, I <laughs> But think not you might what have... we talked about like two minutes beforehand. <laughs> I think you might have early onset, like, I don't know, senility or something like that, because like your long term memory is fine. It's like, mm. yes, I remember 1985 like it was oh. yesterday. Can you remember yesterday? Nope. No, because if you had a home, and then they did this to the mummy, and they're like, of course they did. <laughs> Get the tour in <laughs> <laughs> yes but anyway back to the the overarching story I mean we haven't really obviously enough it's like kids sort of I, like uh, the monster, monster squad kids they're all into monsters they're all into like they're not hard they they're not into <laughs> kind of like oh I, yeah, I really fancy you know, they're into like fucking uh, what's it uh, collecting stamps yeah, and then yeah, all the, of a sudden monsters show up yeah. but yeah when they when they get like Van Helsing's book at the start because mm. it's the whole thing the story is um 
that fucking uh, there's this amulet mm-hmm. that can kind of suck monsters into limbo, kind of like you know can disrupt the balance. But mm-hmm. once every hundred years at midnight on a certain day, it can be destroyed by the forces of evil, or it can be mm-hmm. used as a. I mean, so it can kind of like throw the balance it one way or another. Um, and it starts off with Van Helsing trying to get rid of the monsters, yeah. mm-hmm. but they get sucked in instead. I thought that was really good as well, where they have that, the the trail, the writing kind of going, mm. oh, Van Helsing and the monsters, kind of like killers, they went off to do it, but they blew it. Yeah. So it kind of sets it up where it's like, it's not... Mm. It's going not to be, all yeah. tighty tighty historical yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. But I don't like because a lot of the Dracula films from Hammer um, before that they always start off with Dracula being fucking killed mm-hmm. um, so he could be resurrected and it was always Van Helsing it'd be mm-hmm. kind of like you know on, on a carriage kind of fighting him and then you kick him off it and he fall on a fucking stick or something like that you know or conveniently you know. play spike yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas you know so it always had I thought it was always a bit weird because you're setting it off with who's meant to be this arch villain who keeps getting killed and it's like mm. he's a bumbling idiot yes, yeah, exactly. whereas with this it was like no this is like Dracula mm. even though he looks like a bit of a, a tool <laughs> is like you know he's a serious mm. piece of shit even though he goes well he is a serious piece of shit he, he goes and instead of blowing up the house he goes and blows up their treehouse with a stick of dynamite and then kills the other guy, the dad's partner. Yeah, that's it. And it's like, oh, okay, vicious, much. Yeah. yeah and just very sort of, a, I don't know, just unnecessarily sort of like, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. A bad man. Yes. <laughs> but even the Malicious. Whole, yeah, one of the things that's, the word. it's very slightly touched on. Um, so there's like a scary German guy living in kind of a rundown house that all the kids and all the neighbourhood yeah. is afraid of because oh he's mm. yeah, he's a scary old man yeah mm. and they it's it doesn't even mention it it's just like when they do make friends with him because mm. he can read Van Helsing's diary which is written in German mm. um, he he's like closing the door and he's like oh I've dealt with monsters before when he's closing the door he's got like the holocaust survivors tattoo on his mm, yeah, hand, well, like, you know, the arm like yeah. yeah um but if you didn't know but like you'd never you know and yeah, it's not brought it, up it's, it's just not a throwaway kind of, line yeah. and such yeah and but like, it's just there as a nod so much to that character thing mm. as well because like if you're in like you know mm. about or if you're young you kind of go oh why yeah, did that why man did that? exactly yeah. and then suddenly you're down a history sort of like yeah you know whole I suppose really mm. you actually start finding out about things yeah. and it's always you know sort of yeah there are monsters and a lot of them are human and mm. also don't judge a book by its cover as well you know everyone's yeah. thinking this guy was scary and you know he's just a guy trying to live his life after having some horrific experiences mm. and people are still kind of treating him as an outsider could, of course it could have been like in that Larry David episode remember where they were doing the whole thing for the, the holo- what they thought was a holocaust survivor I think he was a chef in one of the restaurants they wouldn't fire him because he had the, but was his lotto numbers he used to write on his arm <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was that in the film yeah, and when they were trying to set up for survivors it was like um, uh, contestants that were on the show Survivor <laughs> showed up <laughs> sake um, but yeah mm. Larry David isn't in this no he isn't. Well, maybe, maybe Larry David was in the mummy maybe he was Frankenstein but I, no we've established he wasn't that's what we could set that if we just go back and delete it yeah, yeah edit Wikipedia yeah, yeah. <laughs> Larry David was in the mummy <laughs> yeah but yeah, so actually, just on a totally different note, I always find it hilarious that you can edit Wikipedia because people just throw the most random shit up at times. Mm. And if it's a not very frequently visited page, it's going to stay there for some time. Yeah. Yes. 
And then in the future, people are like, oh. They just take it as fact and suddenly it's in some student's essay for college. Larry David was the mummy with the rock. There's not much else really to say about. No, it's just, it's a good, it's a good kid's film that's actually not a kid's film because it's like 15s. I think it's, it's a shame everything that happened with it. I, if it had come out, I think probably a little bit after Lost Boys mm. or they had the or proper mark or yeah just away if from if it was pushed if there was a lot of different things done with it mm. not kind of like related to the actual director or the stars or anything like that yeah, because the, the movie is itself, very very yeah. good it's it could have like even if it was fucking pushed as kind of like the Goonies meet the monster like mm. Universal Monsters it could have had a bit and it's a real shit like looking at the documentary it is a shit when you see these like it's great nowadays that it's got the recognition that it deserves but where you kind of go fucking like you know there's a lot of things that kind of went against it that this movie could have just disappeared mm. um, and like and if if we had kids it'd mm. be a movie that you'd love to show them when they're young like yeah you know? exactly and I mean again there's all these I mean, they hark back to Frankenstein's own story. Well, Frankenstein's monster's story, I should mm. say, not Frankenstein. But, you know, sort of making friends with the little girl. And yeah, again, they, that shot, that throwback, where is yeah. in the original where he threw the little girl into the, the mm. water because he saw her as a flower and mm. stuff. Whereas in this, instead, he just rips her spine out. <laughs> like the predator. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching a different film to me then, are you? Mm. Yes, but no, you know, I think, again, that's a nice lesson for kids to learn as well. Like, oh, you know, don't again, don't judge a book by a cover. Someone yeah, but at the same it. time, don't like you know. Don't go like, off hanging out with monsters. There is a guy really. with kind of like fucking kind of like you know a, a picture of a dog getting fucked tattooed on his head, and he's yeah, like, "Want to see a puppy him. in the back of my van?" I'm like, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, Monster fact. Squad said this was cool. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I don't think so. Mm. Yes, don't do that, kids. If you're listening, mm. but <laughs> what kids are going to be listening? I know, to especially this? with your language. Like, mm. oh my god, what's wrong with speaking English? <laughs> Swearing, but I'd never do that. But yeah, like we're saying, and it is the thing that the the documentary covers extensively. It's just, it's it's nice in a way that it's after being taken up, but as well, it's so incredibly sad Mm. because as well, there is an awful lot of movies like it. Like I'd imagine there's probably a ton of movies from the seventies as well that Mm. kind of went that didn't even get on VHS. Yeah. Um, just lost to time basically yeah. yeah which is a pity when you think that's the thing with any film though really I suppose the amount of people that pour their absolute heart and soul into it mm-hmm. for like six months at a time or something like that and obviously people who are involved in the, the pre-production all the rest of the writing they're doing it for maybe five years or something yeah. like that and then it comes out and two weeks later it's gone and nobody's ever to hear about it again yeah. it's a bit heartbreaking when you all because the marketing department kind of fucked mm. up or the, the people because I've seen or heard of it before with um movies and stuff where it's uh say like uh, some people would have changed um the heads of some studio mm. or that weren't really like what happened in Seinfeld when they had the pilot yeah. where suddenly it gets yeah, buried that, yeah. that, and they're just like no I don't like it no and mm. it's like they don't care about like wasting hundreds of well kind of like at that I think it was 12 million was the budget for the Monster Squad Jeez, which was a lot, yeah. a lot thing mm. nowadays it'd be like you know Nothing, a Marvel that'd episode be a, that'd like, be an know, indie yeah. movie nowadays yeah uh, 
Um, oh, inflation, boy. Mm, Terrible. But yeah, I I like it. it. It's one of those movies I think once every couple of years, definitely. Nice throw on, yeah. Look, yeah. Probably and appreciate it more now than I did yeah, when I was that's like it. fucking 10, you know. And that's the thing, I wouldn't have seen it as a kid, but it actually hits that nostalgia bone for me as well because mm. it is, it's like it's kids in treehouses fighting monsters and very 80s kind yeah. of setting, which is obviously when I would have been a child as well. Mm. Well, it, it's, it is perfect. Mm ish <laughs> but you know it does hit a lot of that it's just unfortunate yes. and I think really it's unfortunate it came out two weeks after The Lost Boys know, you know yeah, kind was, of the, yeah. all the fucking movies to go against yeah um, that's it yeah but yeah that's so Monster Squad get watching it then boys yeah. and girls mm-hmm. get out fighting them monsters I, I, I don't know I'm <laughs> going to try and do some kind of weird werewolf growl no um, but yeah Yep. Thank you for listening. Check out our socials. Mm. Boys and ghouls. Yes. Um, and until next time, rock until you drop. <laughs>